0: This is a toolkit for life where I teach you tips and tricks to feel better from head to toe. Today I wanted to ask you for a huge favor. If you're liking this podcast, please leave a review on iTunes, it means the world to me. Now let's jump jump right into it. Today I'm gonna be talking about what is holding you back. The negative self-talk that says I can't, I will never be able to, but what if, this is not good enough, this is not perfect. That voice that shows up as the truth in your head, you probably know what I'm talking about. But this voice is most likely not to be true and getting in the way of what you want in life. So cognitive therapy teaches us that most of our struggles are based in our deep core beliefs. Today I don't want to dive into cognitive therapy because I really want to get an expert to talk more about this but I wanna dive into negative self-talk and kind of the root of how cognitive therapy teaches us to deal with negative self-talk. And the first step, like anything, is recognizing these beliefs. So there are four kind of major belief systems that that are created in our minds. Um, One is the warrior, the critic, the victim, and the perfectionist. So we have a little bit more of each. Everybody, every one of us is like 40% of perfectionist and the other percent a victim. Or, but we tend to be more of one thing than of the other. And I want to read you a little bit about what each of them is. And the way that I work with this negative self-talk is that I visualize, I imagine myself as somebody talking in my head that's not me, because it's not me. Like, it's not the deep, true essence of who I am. It's just this belief that is rooted, and this fear that is rooted inside me. So, this is, I took this from the Phobia Anxiety Workbook, um, and the worry is the one that causes anxiety. It imagines the worst case scenario. It scares you with fantasies or disasters or catastrophes when you imagine confronting some of your fears. It also aggravates panic by reacting to physical symptoms and associating with anxiety. So think about tight stomach, light headness, sweaty palms. The warrior promotes your fear of what is happening, dangerous or embarrassing. So I like to think about this as Debbie Downer, you know, the, the one from Saturday Night Life, in case you've never seen her, please Google her, she's hilarious. But it's hilarious because it's really taking to the extreme of how our mind can get in our way and how we can be just such downers, literally. That's how it kind of this voice feels like. Then there's the critic. The critic is constantly judging and evaluating your behavior. It tends to point out flaws and limitations and ignores the positive qualities. It jumps on any mistake to make you feel and remind you of your failure. The critic is always comparing, and it really promotes low self esteem. So, think about mean girls. And I kind of, every time I'm kind of being self critical, I kind of imagine them in my head being the ones that are critical versus me, the one, me believing this criticism that's happening inside me and in this talk. And then there's the victim it feels helpless or hopeless. It tells you that you're not making progress, that your condition is incurable, or that the road is too long and steep for you to have a real chance at recovering. The victim believes that there is something inherently wrong with you. You're in some ways deprived, defective, or unworthy. And it always perceives obstacles between you and your goals. It's this kind of talk of I can't, I'll never be able to, and it promotes depression. Now I feel kind of guilty saying that this one reminds me of my grandmother, but it does. Um, and, and I think it, it reminds us of different people in our lives. And a lot of times this negative self-talk does come from our family background. So see if there's somebody maybe from a movie or somebody in your life that kind of reminds you of this victim, of this kind of feeling that I'll never be able to. Like, this is, I can't. It's this, this not going to work. And see if you can kind of visualize that in your mind every time that you're getting into this self-talk. And then there's the perfectionist. The perfectionist promotes stress and it's less to put you down like the critic, but more to push you to do better. It constantly tells you that your efforts are not good enough, that you should be working harder, have everything under control, be competent and pleasing, the perfectionist is intolerable of mistakes or setbacks. It has a tendency to try to convince you that your self worth is dependent on an external factors such as money, status, likes, acceptance, being loved, or consistent or consistent ability to be pleasing and nice to others, regardless of what you do. Kind of has this feeling of I always need to be perfect. It oftentimes puts other needs above your own or prone to burnout or pushes you to stress in the pursuit of unrealistic goals or intolerable of mistakes and setbacks. For me, that's Monica from Friends. And then kind of every time I'm kind of getting into this idea of this is not good enough. I just kind of go into that imagining Monica being super stressed about something. And I, might, I must say that I'm not that much of a perfectionist, but I, I tend to be a huge kind of my my inside me, I feel like I have this mixture of between the critic, the warrior and the victim and I feel like they divide themselves at different times in my life and it really helps me to kind of go into this path and just detach myself from the thought because remember you are not your thoughts and meditation really helps you create this awareness in your life. But just hearing and visualizing this voice as somebody that's not you, also allows you to notice that this is not your truth. This is only a belief that's inside you. An exercise that really helps is to think about what I would give to Debbie Downer, or to Monica, or to um, my grandmother, and it's usually a hug. That's kind of what I come up with every time. It's usually just space and love and a hug and patience. Because it's not that we need to fight these voices, it's that we need to give them space and not confuse them with reality. And this is a really important point. If you're interested in working more on your negative self-talk, send me an email and let's talk about personal coaching. It really, it is a one-on-one thing for this specific case. If you like this podcast, please leave me a comment below. If there's any questions or anything that I can help do to help you, please let me know. And I hope to hear see you back here next week.